We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I get the question a lot. Which current sports figure would you most like to interview right now? And... There are a bazillion answers, to be fair. I find every interview fascinating for some reason or another. For instance, on our Thursday night show, we will have the chance to talk to, and this is the first time he's ever been on the show, a former NFL wide receiver who is based in, well, he's actually a Vegas native, and he's based there for the new Visa Network. Uh, So he does work there as the lead NFL analyst, but his background is what I love because he played in the 90s in the NFL, and he played with John Elway. So he spent a couple of years in Denver with John Elway, who's one of my all-time favorite athletes ever on the planet. Whoever walked the planet Earth, um, but he also played in Seattle and he played in Atlanta. The number of of incredible Hall of Famers that he either played with or against is astounding. So I, because I fell in love with the NFL during that age, I cannot wait to be able to talk to him. But here's something else that's phenomenal. He's part of the Colorado University Athletic Hall of Fame. And Deion Sanders is now the head coach coming off National Letter of Intent Signing Day or National Signing Day, as they call it. Uh, Going to be really cool. There's a lot of buzz around Dion, so I can't wait to to pick the brain of our guest on Thursday night. Um, so there's, I can find something interesting in every interview. Honestly, if you don't prepare and find unique topics for each of your guests, you're just not doing it right. It's lazy if you don't find questions and topics that are personal to each of your guests. So it's a question that people pose to me that I could literally answer. I could give you a hundred names right now without stopping, but that would be boring radio. The name that came to mind on Wednesday afternoon when I saw the post on our Twitter, I think it was on After Hours CBS, who is your who is a, a current sports figure that you would most like to interview? And my response, because it was on my brain right now, Mike Tomlin. <laughs> That's <laughs> who I would like to interview. That would be great. Uh, so, yes, if you didn't hear your question answered on our hump show as part of Ask Amy Anything, two things, go back and check our social, either A-Law Radio or, or our show Twitter, and then our Facebook page, too. Or you can be full of anticipation. I mean, 
bursting with excitement over what will be our next video version of Ask Amy Anything. And that kicks off Super Bowl week and our Super 6 series here on After Hours. We're going to do a different video every single day as part of our Super 6. It's just our way of changing it up a little bit. Second decade of Super Bowl coverage here on After Hours. Uh, Now that the network is into its second decade, And so it's a good time to come up with a fresh look and something fun. And we know that you all love our videos. You love engaging with our videos. We get a ton of traffic. Uh, You're going to have to find our YouTube channel. And then if you are only on Twitter, only on Facebook, you're going to have to find the other because we're going to make this a bit of a treasure hunt, if you will. Go find the video. We got to keep a lid on it. (laughs) We're going to keep a lid. Actually, Jay sucks at keeping a lid on it. So he's not allowed to talk at all. He's uh, as bad as my younger niece at keeping secrets. She was the one in the family who all you had to do was ask her twice. Hey, what did your dad get me for Christmas? No, I can't tell you, Auntie Amy. Oh, come on, just a hint. And then out it would come. She was that. That was Lauren. We tease her about that all the time. Now she's much more of a steel trap, but you want to know when she's a steel trap? When it's her secrets that she wants to keep. Oh, funny how that works. Uh, So we're going to try to keep a lid on it, and we're going to keep it a secret and make you go search for it. Uh, But yeah, we'll put up some videos. Now, I'm I'm fairly certain that not even one of our Super 6 videos will have 23.5 million views, which is what Tom Brady's retirement video is sitting at. 23.5 million views. Within minutes of it coming out, it had already been viewed 2 million times because I was saying to Jay, oh my goodness, it's over 2 million views. Like three minutes later, it's up to 3 million now. Uh, And so, yeah, it was kind of crazy how many people were hopping on it early. But this is what we've been waiting for. And it's Tom Brady. There may not be, other than say Cristiano Ronaldo, um, Lionel Messi, there may not be a more recognizable athlete on the planet. <laughs> and so he has decided this is it for good, for good, for real, for real. You hear the emotion in his voice. I believe that he believes this is it. It's not the same as it was last year. It feels different than it did a year ago. So we'll get more reaction to Tom Brady's retirement. Uh, That obviously is the biggest piece of QB news, but there's more because, well, it's the NFL, and we can't miss you if you never go away. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. If you want to warm up and start practicing, searching, and finding on our social, well, then we've got a post up on both Twitter and Facebook. We're asking you your favorite and least favorite Tom Brady postseason memory. You you only have to come up with one. Um, but I can think of a bunch already. <laughs> I actually feel like I already know what Jay's favorite and least favorite are going. Well, actually, I don't, do you even have a least favorite? Or is it just two favorites? No, I guess I would have a least favorite, but yeah. Two favorites? Or do you have one favorite over another favorite? Two favorites. They're pretty equal. Maybe no, I, did, I didn't know. There's no, you can do two favorites. You can only have one favorite. Yeah, I can well, pick I can't break the rules for you. I could pick one. One favorite and one least favorite. I actually am disappointed that this is the end of Brady. And I'm, I think it's funny, comical, that the majority of NFL analysts and insiders believed 100% he was going to play again. Isn't that funny how that works out? This is why I tell you, take everything with a grain of salt. 
everything that you hear, everything that you read, because no matter what people felt about Brady and his ability and the fact that there were teams out there waiting for him, only Brady could make the decision. And ultimately, nobody else is in his head, just like nobody else is in Aaron Rodgers' head. Though Aaron is in his own head, and I wonder if sometimes he makes decisions just to screw with people. Anyway, that's not Brady. This is authentic. 100% is what Boomer Esiason said. And, and I'm, not, I'm not picking on Boomer. Sorry, Booms. He's just one guy. I heard that from so many NFL insiders and analysts. Absolutely, he's playing again. 100% he's coming back. He's definitely not retiring. Here are the places where he's going to go or where the places where he would have the option of playing next season. Heck, Lindsey Rose and I were just talking about Tom Brady on our hump show as we were looking at the QB chessboard for the offseason. And she mentioned Tom Brady. And her favorite was Brady to the Bay Area because that's where he's from. And because the Niners are going to need, in the eyes of many, are going to need a veteran QB to add to their stable. We were all wrong. This is why I don't guess. Because I don't really love having egg on my face. <laughs> so the the reports from Jeff Darlington uh, indicated that he has been exhausted all season. The six months have taken a major mental and emotional and physical toll on him. Uh, the season two, obviously, but really more the mental. And he just needs a reset. He just needs to get away from it. He just needs a fresh start. And obviously has plenty that will keep him busy. His production company, it's releasing this movie. It's 80 for Brady. 80 Brady. 80 Brady. Brady 80. 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. Uh, when I was a kid, I loved Sally Field. Uh, anyway, she's in the movie as much as, as well as some other older actresses. Uh, and Rob Gronkowski, of course. There's a new movie out. He's got a production company that put together Man in the Arena. That video series was very compelling. If you haven't watched it, it's really good stuff. It reminded me a lot of the Michael Jordan series that he was so intrinsically part of uh, during the pandemic, The Last Dance. If you haven't seen that, also incredibly compelling entertainment. So he's got a video production company. He's got his TB12 lineup uh, or clothing line. Um, he's got TB12 as a training partnership. And so there's a lot of different businesses that he's involved in, not to mention uh, he's planning, uh, he signed a contract to be the lead analyst for Fox, for the NFL on Fox, which will pay him, what was the number? $350 million or some crazy monopoly sum like that. $350 is a lot of money to me. $350 million is unfathomable. It's actually it's $375 million. Oh, well, excuse <laughs> me. So all of that to say, when you have seven Super Bowl rings and dozens and dozens of postseason appearances, you're going to have the highs, you're going to have the lows. What are your favorite and or least favorite Tom Brady postseason memories on Twitter or on Facebook? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. So, no, he will not be going to San Francisco. I guess that takes one piece off the chessboard for the Niners. Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch making their exit interviews on Wednesday. The Niners fell short in the NFC Championship. Uh, and the defense played well. A little bit later when we get to the Jason and Travis Kelsey podcast, the New Heights podcast, 
Uh, I fell down that rabbit hole for two hours. <laughs> it was by choice. I fell down that rabbit hole for two hours on Wednesday and did I did guffaw quite a lot. Uh, they talked about the, the NFC Championship and Jason Kelsey was very complimentary of San Francisco's defense. We know that it's a world-class defense. It's built to last as long as they stay healthy. And their offense is too. They just ran out of quarterbacks. It happens. <laughs> it happens to even the best teams. So the biggest news is what does Brock turn? Uh, oh my gosh, I just called him turdy. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> now, is that funnier than pe- than beeps? It probably is. Brock turdy. I don't. Why would I even be formulating a T there? What is he going to do to do? I don't know. Have no idea why Brock Turdy would come out of my mouth, but (laughs) I can't believe it's taken us what six, seven weeks to to get there. You us. I like how you say us uh, as if you were ever going to say Brock Turdy. Uh, It's uh, my special gift that I make up words or combine words or maybe maybe if he marries someone that has Taylor Swift. Although I, I guess it would be tardy, tardy, no, <laughs> tardy, swift, swift. No, never mind. I think she's engaged to somebody else. We could always start rumors, though. Yeah, I don't know where Brock Turdy came from. Please don't tell him. Uh, the biggest question around Brock Purdy, it, uh, <laughs> just be just speaks more slowly. <laughs> T- promise me you're taking that out of the podcast. Yes, of course. I don't believe you. You're getting fired if you don't take it out of the podcast. (laughs) No, forget that. Even worse than me getting Jay fired, I can't actually fire him myself. I could just ban him from the show. But uh, even worse than that would be if I never shared my uh, baked cookies with you again. So under penalty of never, ever again having one of my chocolate chip or island cookies, do you promise to take it out of the podcast? When you put it like that. Yeah. Sweet. I know uh, just how to get to the heart of the matter. Okay, back to Brock Purdy. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan were talking about his medical options. And the big deal, of course, is that he has to decide. The quarterback himself has to decide what he wants to do. Though Lynch is generally an optimistic person. He says that they feel like they're on the right path. I think he's continuing to... um... You know, get get some different opinions, talk to different people, which I think is smart in an instance like this. There's a lot of smart people out there. You want to make sure you're thorough. He's continuing to go through that process. I, I think, uh, you know, the positive bit of news is that it, it seems to be consistent that the right approach is that one um, that, you know, takes about that six-month mark. Now, everybody will also say you never know until you get in there. Every surgeon will tell you that on every surgery. You know, you always like getting in to see exactly. The MRI tells you a, a lot of the picture. So um, they're continuing to work through that process. But but we seem encouraged by the prognosis that, that that's kind of where it's at. If I'm in Brock's shoes, we'll just call him Brock from now on. If I'm in Brock's shoes, I want to ask for second opinions and third opinions and fourth opinions. I get it. It's not fair. That's got to be at least one of his thoughts. I just got to this point. I just got my opportunity. I need to get back on the football field as quickly as possible. 
I need to be able to compete for this job if I haven't earned it already. And again, just because of the politics and the finances of the NFL, there's no way that the Niners don't give Trey Lance the chance to compete for this job. First of all, it's it's just smart competition. You have two young quarterbacks. The way that they're going to the way that you're going to get the best out of them, the way that they are going to uh, drive and motivate each other is to compete. Competition is not a bad thing. And in pro sports, that is the name of the game. But it's also it's also not smart to think that you would move up to draft a quarterback number two and then just automatically sit him behind Brock Purdy. That That's not happening. So at the very least, if they keep both these guys, they're going to compete for the job. But right now, Brock is not on a level playing field. So I understand why he's desperate for someone to tell him, I don't need surgery. The recovery isn't going to be six months. I think once once he processes it and once maybe a little bit of the emotion dies down, is it disappointing? Yes, but it's only six months of his life. Six months of your life is nothing, is nothing. You want to get it fixed. You want to be able to go into next season completely healthy without any cares that it might tear again or that it wasn't completely healed. But I do understand why he wants to hear more medical opinions just in case there's a chance he doesn't have to go through the surgery. So John Lynch, ever the optimist. Kyle Shanahan, I feel like, is the opposite. (laughs) Now, I don't deal with Shanahan on a regular basis, but did you see his face and his body language on Wednesday? Also, he's got a lot more gray hair. The last... I can keep surviving press conferences. Yeah, yeah, that. The last couple years have really weighed on him. I mean, not just that, but how many quarterback injuries does this poor man have to endure? Oh, it just dawns on me now that a lot of the favorite or least favorite Tom Brady memories will come down to the Super Bowl between the Patriots and the Falcons, right? So, sorry, Kyle. I will never forget walking by. I've told this story multiple times. I will never forget walking by Kyle Shanahan. He had a couple of security guys around him in the moments after that overtime rally by the Pats and the look on his face, his body language. He said not a word, but his face and his body language spoke volumes. And for me to encounter him, it wasn't planned, obviously. He was just walking by. We just walked by each other in the concourse. I will never forget his face, ever. There's a little bit of that in this press conference on Wednesday. So you can tell he's wearing everything that happened in the last week. Also, a Kyle Shanahan that's in this space is a sarcastic Kyle Shanahan. Uh, So a reporter, you know, just wanted to clarify Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I wish you guys could see Jimmy being back, and if so, what, what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. Yeah, no, I gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) The reporter had to clarify Garoppolo? Oh, okay. No, the other Jimmy, you dummy. (laughs) I like that part. It's my favorite. Yeah, no, I gotcha. I gotcha. Thanks. Thanks for letting me know my my quarterback's last name. All right, fine. I don't know who this is when I tease reporters about some of their non-finer moments. I mean, they're welcome to tease me too about, I have plenty of non-fine moments. Uh, when, when I tease them, I never identify them just because whatever, that's not important. It's just funny stuff. So Jimmy Garoppolo, just Jimmy is not returning to the Niners. Kyle sees no scenario where that is happening. Well then what about adding another quarterback to the mix instead of Jimmy I know we have two starters on our team right now that I believe we can win with. Um, so when you have that situation, you're not that eager to go looking around. I still think they're going to add one more. I don't think it'll be the draft or anything like that. Maybe a, a veteran on a minimum. I don't know. Maybe they bring back Josh Johnson, right? Maybe they bring someone back like him, a veteran who can tutor, mentor. Those words are strong. But someone who's familiar with the Kyle Shanahan offense, who is not looking to start, that's not his aspiration. Do you know there are a lot of veteran quarterbacks in the NFL that I wouldn't say they're content necessarily, but they recognize their roles and they get paid to stand on the sidelines on game days with a clipboard and a headset and then to work with young guys and help them get acclimated to life in the NFL. That's their job. Many of them are okay with that. Nick Foles, ever since Super Bowl, well, I guess the year after he played for the Eagles, He did compete for the starting job with the Bears, but for the most part, the last few years, he's standing on the sidelines, kicking it, making a paycheck as a veteran backup QB. Uh, There are a lot of these guys. You might not even know they're on rosters, but that's what they do. So bring in one of them because you do need a veteran who can speak to this stadium or the system or here's what to expect or, hey, when you hit a wall, this is how you push through it. I mean, veterans with their wisdom, with their experience, guys who've been in the league for 10 years-ish, I think Josh Johnson's been in just over a decade. 
that's really valuable because they can help prepare your young guys, but also be a voice of reason when guys kind of get skittish or when they get frustrated or when they are into a situation that they haven't dealt with on a regular basis. So I think that's valuable, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners did that. There's another question that was posed to Kyle Shanahan that we'll get to a little bit later on, which I almost can't believe. I just, I sometimes reporters, we are, we do not use our noggins. We just, we don't use our noggins. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got that. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I would have been, I would have died if he had like done the, you know, the gun fingers, like the, what your thumbs up and, your pointer fingers out, like I mean, it looks like a gun. I guess it could be something else. What would this be? Your check mark? Your no, it's like guns, yeah. Oh, guns, gun, guns, gun up. fingers, yeah. yeah. Anyway, could would you love it if he had done that with the gotcha, gotcha, and like pointed at the guy, gotcha? gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So Brock Turdy, great. It's another moment that I can't possibly outlive. <laughs> All right, on Twitter. No, never mind. I'm not giving you my Twitter or my Facebook. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. I think our foundation is clearly stronger, you know, stronger than uh, today than what we were last year, just because we have more experience. Um, you know, we have younger guys that clearly improved. I'm extremely excited about the about the future. I mean, I may not look like it right now. I'm slipping days, but I mean, just um, you know, we just got a lot of work to do. I and mean, this is this is this is the time that you start. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I will say this about Mike McCarthy, the Dallas head coach. He actually loves the work. He enjoys putting in the work and the cerebral part of football preparation. You can tell he's one of those type of nerdy guys, and I say that as a compliment, who really enjoys um, watching film and figuring out ways that they can improve, as he points out, following the Cowboys season in which they lost in the divisional round to the San Francisco 49ers. And we knew it took a couple of days uh, for them to figure out what they wanted to do. McCarthy's job was safe. Dan Quinn decided to stay, but there were six other coaches or staff members who were gone. And then Kellen Moore. After having a couple of conversations with Mike McCarthy, we get the announcement that the two parties have mutually agreed to part ways. What does that mean for the Cowboys moving forward offensively? Well, according to Jerry Jones, who was at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama on Wednesday, a lot of NFL types are there to scout and to watch, and really it's another opportunity for uh, the convention for a lot of them to rub elbows. Jerry Jones confirms that Mike McCarthy will be playing a much bigger role. This is the logical step to build on it and use what uh, we've established, or if you will, the foundation of the wins we've got. This is a time for us to build on it, and that's what this is. This is a building step. It will be, I'm sure, with added nuances of the times, but more importantly, the personnel. But it will uh, be uh, 
uh, uh, in principle, uh, the way he operated in Green Bay, which I'm sure he'll tell you evolved. It's going to be the first time that a Cowboys head coach also calls the offensive plays since Jason Garrett more than a decade ago. And so Jerry Jones, as the owner of the Cowboys, the GM of the Cowboys, has confirmed that this is a way for the offense to become more integrated, and they're going to change to a version of the West Coast offense that is familiar to those who follow the Packers when he was there. Logical step to build on it is what Jerry Jones calls it. Now, as for their former OC, Kellen Moore, he was introduced by the Chargers on Wednesday. And as you can imagine, he's slightly giddy over the new QB that he gets to work with, Justin Herbert. Just really, really excited. Uh, obviously, you know, laughing about those commercials, but we did get a chance to spend a few days this summer uh, together as we kind of went through that. Uh, both from the Northwest, so I think we have a, a decent amount of uh, kind of crossover, uh, you know, relationships and stuff. Uh, hadn't spent a ton of time with them uh, outside of those couple days, but uh, I've always watched him from afar. Loved watching him play at Oregon, uh, certainly what he's done in the NFL. And so uh, just, just really, really excited. Uh, he, he's an awesome Awesome person, uh, awesome player. Certainly we know all the physical talent, but, uh, you know, I'm just really, really excited to work with him. It dawns on me as I'm hearing Kellen Moore, there was a time in my career, not even 10 years ago, covering football where you never heard from coordinators. That just didn't happen. And now not only do we know all the head coaches in the NFL, all the general managers in the NFL, because they're trotted out on a fairly regular basis to speak to media. We know the coordinators. Hell, we know every single member of the officiating crew every single week. All right, that's a little bit of hyperbole, but most fans are familiar with at least the head referees. It's gotten to that point where I wouldn't say it's all access necessarily, but the appetite for football, as much information as possible, part of it's betting, part of it's just we have more access, and because of that, we want to hear more. Offensive and defensive coordinators, you just would never really hear them do press conferences, and now now it's a thing. <laughs> we had the new D.C. Well, Jim Schwartz is a former NFL head coach, but introduced in Cleveland, he does a press conference. Come on, Marco, you know, 10 years ago, we were not having press conferences to introduce coordinators no, no. As a matter of fact, you go back further than that. Some head coaches didn't allow their coordinators to speak. Mm-hmm. That was actually a thing. Belichick did not for a long time. Yeah, and he learned that because Parcells wouldn't let his coordinator speak. So, I mean, there's a lot of head coaches that didn't know. I want the message to be put out only by me so that it doesn't get misin- misconstrued in any way. I'm the only one that speaks. We've gotten away from that, which is a good thing, I think, simply because, you know, you have head coaches that are maybe a little bit more secure that – they're going to let their assistants do their job and allow them to speak that they're big boys and adults. Uh, so that's helpful, <laughs> and it's also good for us, I think, and not just the media. I'm talking about as fans. These are the guys that wanted to be in the head coaches, right? Theoretically. Good way to f- figure out and learn a little bit about them and their personality before they get the jobs because all we know is their resume of what they do. This gives us a little bit of insight to know a little bit about them. Is it a barometer to whether or not they should be a head coach. No, it just gives us a chance to get to know them a little bit more before they get that job. 
Kellen was a candidate, did the interview with the Panthers, I believe, before yes. Frank Reich got the job. But also last year, he was a hot commodity because the Cowboys had that 12-win season. He was a hot commodity after his first year yeah. with the Cowboys. So four seasons, and they were in the top, what is it, 10 of, of the uh, NFL and offense in three of those seasons. And so now it seems fairly obvious that whether or not the Cowboys were going to bring him back, he was ready to move on. The Chargers had kind of approached and wanted to work with him. That that timing was seamless. And he obviously can take the experience in Dallas, and he can use that with Justin Herbert and the Chargers. You take bits and pieces from everyone, and uh, I think that's the beauty of it. Uh, you know, we're going to build a 2023 L.A. Chargers offense. And uh, can, will you be able to see the – Eric Coriel, Jason Garrett side, absolutely. We see the West Coast and, and Mike McCarthy, absolutely. We'll, we'll keep things that are in place here that, uh, you know, Justin feels really, really good about it. And then we're willing to explore. And, uh, you know, I think naturally just because you haven't coached with uh, certain coaches uh, doesn't mean you're influenced greatly by those guys uh, and studying their offenses and hopefully being able to incorporate some of that. And so, uh, you know, I think it, it'll be a beautiful blend. So Kellen Moore now in Los Angeles and has the chance to work with Brandon Staley and with Justin Herbert and some of the other weapons there, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, depending upon the changes in the offseason. Uh, yeah, so whether or not this was a done deal with the Cowboys, and Stephen Jones did kind of give the uh, the illusion anyway or at least hint that he, Moore and McCarthy, weren't exactly on the same page moving forward. They had some philosophy differences uh, certainly more already knew he was going to have a job or at least at the very uh the very least had opportunities by the way you missed it um so sorry that you missed it but i have a new name for brock purdy it's uh, unintentional just well now happened. i'm curious don't ask me why i called him turdy but <laughs> i did so I just got this, and then we'll get to your update, sorry. Just got this tweet from Tammy. This is really funny. She says, I have proof we're being listened to. This showed up on my timeline right after you said Brock Turdy. It was listed as people I may know. So apparently she was on Facebook. <laughs> Name Brock Steady. No mutual friends, nothing. They know I listen to you. Ah, you think? I don't know. Is that too, is that close? Brock Turdy to Brock Steady. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be thrilled with being called that too. Brock Not Steady, that, Brock yeah. Turdy. Well, I think yeah, Turdy. Yeah, I mean, that would. I don't know I'm why sure I make up words. That. I do. I just I make up words. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence. It's my special gift. <laughs> Stop it. Here's. I mean, I did tell you so. Whatever. Here's our latest sports update. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Better hope you don't make a mistake over there. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. We welcome all kinds here on After Hours. Nerd that for you. Maybe you should be our research staff. That'll work. I, I could come help out. Well, that's awesome. Can you do the whole nerd alert sounder? Nerd alert! <laughs> that's a fact. Nerd alert. How you doing? I'm good. I got a nerd alert for you. Can I do it? Can I say it like you? Do it. Nerd alert! <laughs> My granddaughter came over yesterday and she was wearing her nerd alert shirt. She didn't like it because I kept going, nerd alert! <laughs> I love it. Granddaughter had a nerd alert shirt. Boom, baby. Amy's taking your calls at 855-212-4CBS. We all have them. All football fans are united in this. We all have memories of Tom Brady and his teams in the Super Bowl. Bowls. Lots of them. In fact, 10 of them because he won seven rings with his teams. And also, uh, Patriots lost in three different Super Bowls. Uh, So, what are your favorite or least favorite Tom Brady postseason memories? At the top of the hour, a conversation with longtime sportscaster Jay McCarthy, who's from New England uh, and is working with the 33rd team at Sirius XM NFL Radio and was on the air or was about to go on the air Wednesday morning, I should say, on Sirius XM when the news broke via Brady's Twitter that he, in fact, is retiring for the second time and for good. Uh, So she... Of course, has had time to reflect, and when I spoke to her a couple hours before the show, uh, was able to, I had to grab her and and record with her a couple hours before the show, um, but was able to ask her her favorite Tom Brady Super Bowl slash postseason memories. Uh, I shared mine too as part of that conversation, so that's top of the hour. Uh, you can find us on Facebook after hours with Amy Lawrence, also on our Facebook page. And so definitely uh, share yours. I know a lot of New England fans have already kind of said their goodbyes, and yet those Super Bowl rings and those Super Bowl performances, I mean, those likely don't happen without Tom Brady, so certainly a lot to be thankful for. Plenty of notable names in the NFL reacting to Brady's retirement. I'm sure there were plenty of jokes as well. In fact, Rob Gronkowski roasted him a bit by saying, welcome to the two times retirement club on Twitter. But Peyton Manning, one of Brady's, I would say, arch rivals, at times nemesis, uh, but also a guy who went through that same era and lived it and watched it. Just nothing but respect for Tom, uh, his career, uh, his longevity, his consistency. Uh, always just admired his cerebral approach to the game. Uh, every 
season, he tried to be better than the season before. And that's just a great model for any young quarterback. Uh, he actually texted me uh, yesterday, inviting me to be on his podcast <laughs> next week. Uh, I told him I'd do it as long as he asked the questions and not Jim Gray. Jim Gray asked tough questions. And so um, I didn't see this coming. Uh, this was a surprise to me. So I'm still going to do the podcast, but uh, kind of like uh, you've heard everybody say, just, just nothing but respect for his career and all that he's accomplished. It's uh, absolutely incredible. How about that? Peyton on NFL Network says that it was a surprise to him. He wasn't expecting that Brady would retire, and that has been echoed around the league. Uh, I said this earlier. In fact, I said it going back to the Bucks' last game uh, that almost 100% in agreement NFL insiders and analysts and former players themselves believed that he would be back to play again. Uh, and yet he has surprised a lot of people, not just Peyton. Oh, so I suppose Eli Manning, because he was part of two of those Super Bowl losses for Tom, those memories that he won't ever forget. Uh, he, he notes that Tom Brady doesn't really like him very much. Eli, did you get invited to be on his on his podcast? No, uh, right? He, Probably he, not. He's, I don't, I, he's, he's never invited. He's never. He's never invited me to anything. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't like you. He likes me, Kyle, because he beat me more. He hates Eli. <laughs> he sent me one time. He got his clothing line. It was just a yeah. Black every time Eli showed up to the pod, Brady on it. Yeah, it just said Brady. I'm like, did you think I was gonna wear this around town, <laughs> <laughs> Brady? <laughs> oh goodness, the Manning brothers. Uh, yes, yeah, so. Peyton, Eli on NFL Network with their reflections. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, of course, were doing their exit interviews at the top. So John Lynch, general manager, Kyle Shanahan, head coach. And this happened right after uh, they heard about Tom Brady. And he's from the Bay Area. But obviously, John Lynch played against him as well. Respect, appreciation to to one of the greatest players to ever play this game. And you know, I'm always humbled by the fact that, uh, you know, we work for an organization that I think touts some guys who fit into that category with Ronnie and Steve, or, uh, Ronnie, Steve, Joe, um, Jerry, obviously, you know, that, that are in that conversation as well. But that's, that's rarefied air. And, uh, you know, I got to compete against them as a player. I got to broadcast games as a broadcaster. And now to see that he's still going, it just blows my mind what, what he's done. Uh, it's unparalleled, and I think he's, he's one of the greats ever to do it. So respect and appreciation and admiration for, for un, an unbelievable career. Anyone ask Kyle Shanahan his favorite or least favorite memory of Tom Brady in the postseason? Probably not. Anybody ask Kyle Shanahan his thoughts about Tom Brady retiring? <laughs> uh, good riddance, maybe? No, no, no. I doubt that. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, one more here with Bob Kraft, who obviously uh, was, is the owner. And, and I would say is the owner of the Patriots, but was the owner that changed the Patriots franchise and put it on a winning trajectory. 
when Bob Kraft, the Kraft family, purchased the Patriots, things change for that franchise. Uh, Bill Belichick, things change for that franchise. For the longest time, this was the triumvirate in New England. Bob Kraft, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. Um, and so they none of them accomplished what they did with the Pats without one another. It took the three of them. It took the ownership to invest. It took Belichick to bring the discipline and the winning well, the winning culture, certainly, but also the the mad scientist. And it took Brady to do the execution. Uh, and, and Bob has always had a special relationship with Tom. As fierce as he was as a competitor and as tough as he could be, he had a great heart and was a great human being. And I think that came from his family where he had great parents and three wonderful sisters and he always showed love. It allowed me in the 23 years that I've known him to love him like a son and have a connection that's pretty special. Yeah, the 20 years in New England, Bob Kraft, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, I don't know that you'll ever see a more successful more productive trio when it comes to the NFL. Never say never, but it's extremely hard to imagine. You want to talk about lightning in a bottle, capturing that lightning in a bottle. It all came together. Each of them bringing something unique, but something necessary to the table. And then you think about the teammates all around them. Man, that cycle Will we ever see a run of success like that from a franchise again? I don't know. What are your favorite or least favorite Tom Brady postseason memories? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.